Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. The Bible is the best way to interpret anything that God speaks to us about. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are helping believers live out the kingdom in the context of the culture and their local church. Hey, the next couple podcasts, I'm going to be talking to you about dreams. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of stuff about dreams, and I hear people talking about dreams, and read some. I've read some books on dreams, and I think dreams are very valid, and I think the Bible is the best way to interpret anything that God talks about. Wouldn't you agree with that? So recently, I've just done some study, and I identified 11 texts in the Bible where Dreams are not just talked about, but where we know what the dream was. Okay, I can find 11 texts in the Bible. Uh, Genesis 20, uh, we talk, there's Abimelech and Sarah, you know, where Abraham uh, passes Sarah off as his wife, and God gives Abimelech a dream and says, don't touch that woman. And then we've got uh, Genesis 31, where God gives Jacob a dream and tells Jacob, don't worry about it. I'm going to prosper you. Your father-in-law is not going to rip you off. And then uh, then also in that same sequence, uh, Laban gets a dream. <laughs> and it says, don't touch Jacob, you know. Then, of course, we have, you know, the dreams recorded in Genesis uh, 37 uh, about uh, Joseph, okay, and the you know the butcher and the baker, and we know that whole sequence. Then, of course, the dreams of of Pharaoh, where he that sequence leads to another dream sequence where Pharaoh calls for somebody to interpret his dreams, and Joseph is brought out of jail. So that's a pretty powerful testimony. Uh, then in Judges seven, you've got Gideon who receives a dream. Uh, Solomon is visited in the night in the dream, and as a result of that dream, he requests wisdom. Uh, in Daniel, the beginning of Daniel, Daniel 2, Nebuchadnezzar has a dream, and uh, he wants somebody to interpret the dream, and then he gets a little tricky and says, I'm, I don't want you to interpret the dream, I want you to tell me what the dream was, so I know that you're not just buffaloing me. <laughs> so Daniel becomes a great dream interpreter. Then later in Daniel, Daniel 7, Daniel receives a dream, very powerful. Uh, and then we have, of course, the dream of Joseph in the New Testament, right? Where he talks about Mary, like, don't worry about it, this is me. And then uh, the last dream is uh, Matthew 27, where it's the dream of Pharaoh's wife, or Pharaoh, excuse me, Pilate's wife that says, you know, about Jesus, like, don't, don't trouble him. I had a, I had a terrible dream about this. Now, here's what's interesting. Those are 11 dreams I just gave you. Uh, six of those dreams were given to definitely godly people. The other people, not so much. We wouldn't count Laban as godly in that situation, 
we certainly wouldn't count Pharaoh as godly in that situation. We wouldn't count Nebuchadnezzar as godly in that situation, and probably not Pharaoh's wife. We we don't know, or uh, Pilate's wife. We don't know for sure. So when the Bible talks about God giving dreams to people, that's not exclusively to godly people. And so I could make this statement based on the scripture, just because somebody has a dream, even a very valid dream does not necessarily make that person a godly person. Or we could say it this way, because somebody has a dream, that doesn't mean that they're necessarily spiritual. As a matter of fact, you know, I've had a couple significant dreams, not real complicated dreams, but a couple dreams in my life that were, it was a very clear direction. And I've joked with people. I said, well, maybe I'm just not spiritual enough that God can speak to me. He's got to give me a dream. And I say that tongue in cheek because I believe there's some truth to it. I think one of the ways we can pray about those who are enemies of the gospel is that God would give them dreams. There were people that received dreams that affected them. Pilate's wife was affected. She was troubled by her dream. Nebuchadnezzar was troubled by his dream. Laban laid off persecuting Jacob because of his dream. Abimelech stopped touching a covenant person, Sarah, because of his dream. So I think one of the things we can pray about, and I do pray this, God, give them a dream. Give them a dream. Well, you might say, well, that's a nightmare, but it's a dream, okay? When we're praying for the, the wicked to have dreams, and sometimes we see the course of nature changed, and maybe maybe God has given some people dreams that they haven't recorded or told many people about. I highly suspect that that is true. And I believe that's one of the ways we can pray is pray for dreams. I also pray this over me. I, I pray often, Lord, if you're trying to speak to me, especially when I'm, I'm struggling through something or I'm trying to get the mind of God, I know there's a big decision in my path. I said, Lord, if you can't get through to me, please open my heart, open my mind. Speak to me through a dream. Okay? Now, here's one of the other very provocative, or I think maybe shouldn't be provocative statements about these dreams. In most of these cases, or in many of these cases, I should say, the dream was very clear. In other words, that person got the dream, knew what the dream was, okay? Pharaoh needed his dream interpreted, Nebuchadnezzar needed his dream interpreted. You could say it this way. The only people in the Bible who needed their dreams interpreted were people that weren't walking with God. So I do believe, based on Scripture, that if God is going to give you a dream, that he's going to interpret that dream. Matter of fact, I would, I would go this far to say, that the dreams that God gave the godly people, those texts that I just read you, when those godly people got those dreams, they knew what they meant. They weren't even, I would say, hard to interpret. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't talk to somebody about a dream you had and say, oh, you know, I had this dream, and what do you think about that? But, but I don't think that the ministry of dream interpretation is 
targeted or focused on godly people that are walking with God. At least there's no example of that in the scripture that I can find. And and maybe you can correct me on that, but I don't see it. I've, I've read through the Bible. I've made notes on this. I've studied these dreams and I don't, I don't see that example. Matter of fact, I see the almost the opposite, where God gave these godly people a dream. It was very clear what that dream was. So when God sends dreams, think, think of dreams as a spiritual gift. The spiritual gift is designed to make things more clear, not, not less clear. Okay? So when I read about... And, and I've read some stuff recently about some very, I would say, convoluted, mystical dreams. I, I, I struggle with that a little bit because I think the purpose of the dream is for God to make things clear. And when God gives a dream to an ungodly person that can't interpret it, it's so that they will go to a godly person so that God's name can be exalted and God can be lifted up. So I would encourage you to go, if this is something that you know speaks to your heart, to go to each of these texts and read through them. Now, it's interesting that a number of them are in the book of Genesis. And so, you know, the foundation of dreams, the laws of interpretation, the law of first mention, I think we can take something there. We got Abimelech, we got Jacob, we got Laban, we've got Joseph, we got Pharaoh. We've got them all in the book of Genesis. And then we have dreams that are otherwise. Now I know that there are visions too, but those are those are different. Those are when you're awake. A dream is when you're asleep. So the vision dreams and visions I don't know are the same. They're obviously different. God uh delivers them differently for different reasons. But I'm talking about dreams, things that God speaks to us when we are asleep. God comes to us in a dream. When our we are not mentally conscious, we are spiritually conscious, but not mentally conscious. And so God can speak to us. So here's what I take from this. We can pray for dreams like imprecatory prayers, dreams for the ungodly, dreams for people that are persecuting the church, dreams for people that are acting in injustice, that, that the dream of the Lord will come to them and startle them and cause them to turn to him, or at least cause them to take their hands off of God's people. We can pray for God to speak to us through dreams, We can be prophetic in the fact that we could help interpret a dream of an ungodly person. Those are the patterns that I see in these dreams. We do know that the Bible says, and it's the verse we think about, about dreams on the day of Pentecost when Peter preached about he would give us dreams. We know he is quoting Joel too. So we know that dreams are valid. And I'm just looking in the scripture to say, how do we understand and how does God want to use these dreams? So I hope this stirred you up maybe to get your Bible out. Look up some of these texts that I just went over with you. 
and uh, read about them and see how the Lord speaks. And maybe you have something to add to me. I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Okay. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Be a blessing to somebody today. When God gives a dream to an ungodly person, it's so that they seek out a godly person and God's name can be exalted. Think of dreams as spiritual gifts, and spiritual gifts are to make things more clear, not less clear. Dreams should make things more clear to those who are walking with Him. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Chusey. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.